the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Well, the left dreams of a world without the Second Amendment. We've got to repeal that because we have to do something. But I wonder if any of them have actually stopped to consider what that world actually looks like. Well, it just so happens that we don't need to have a crystal ball. We don't have to have Doc Brown's DeLorean. Um, All we have to do is read. You want a glimpse of a post-Second Amendment progressive utopia, what it would look like? Well, let's look across the Atlantic. If you find somewhere, uh, if you find yourself somewhere uh, in London anytime soon, just flip on the TV. You might see a public service announcement discussing the dangerous rise of teen knife attacks. The government has launched a $1.6 million ad campaign in a Hail Mary and to try to stop 10 to 21 year olds from stabbing each other to death. Knife attacks apparently are now out of control in England. The murder rate in London is now higher than that of New York City. When describing knife attacks and violent crime, the British officials now are using the words virus and epidemic to describe what they're seeing. Knife attacks. Maybe they should ban all the knives. Or perhaps there is something else happening. The difference between London and New York tell only a small fraction of this story. While the amount of firearms continue to rise in the United States, violent crime in the United States is actually going down. Our overall violent crime rate is down nearly 1%. Rape is down 2%. Robbery down down 2%. Aggravated assault, property crime, burglary, theft, and even arson are all down multiple percentage points. Now, the left wants to take firearms away, even though crime and violent crime is on the escalator heading down. Now, let's go across and look at England and Wales. Our cousins over there outlawed guns back in the late 90s following a school shooting and cries of, we've got to do something. Violent crime and sex offenses are now hitting catastrophic levels. Listen to the increase from just the past year. Robbery is up 29%. Sex offenses are up 23%. Knife attacks and violent crime are up over 21%. Guns are impossible to get in the UK. They have been banned. But that didn't stop nearly 7,000 crimes committed last year with a firearm. But the one thing that is certain, guns are harder to find. But if that's true, how come the bad guys are committing violent crimes in record numbers using guns? Last year, over 37,000 crimes involving knives took place in England and Wales alone. 37,000. Well, at least they weren't using a gun? It makes you wonder, is Piers Morgan lighting up the airwaves, calling for a ban on assault knives all over the UK? Is he? 
What is an assault knife? You know, one that you would use in an assault. What is an assault weapon? I'd like to describe it as one that a person would use when under assault. Is everyone in the UK blaming knives for the rise in crime? Or are they now blaming the people wielding the knives? You can bet one thing for sure, that you won't hear a single progressive or anti-Second Amendment crusader make this point or talk about the current newly released numbers of violent crime and knife attacks in England. If you ban guns, crime increases. The wolves are the only ones that benefit. Thankfully, we live in a country full of sheepdogs. It's Monday, April 2nd. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Did you look at that uh, that study, Stu? It's really remarkable to me um, how obvious all of this is, and yet you you can't use reason. You can't. There's there's no reason being used in America right now. No, we go in these media cycles where it becomes the priority to stop a certain type of thing. Yes. You know, like, for example, school shootings, which we, of course, want to stop, yes. obviously. Yes. But our overall focus should be on lowering the amount of people killed by violence. Yes. Right? And the fact that that ha- keeps being cut in the midst of this is, it shows that the priorities are not protecting lives. The priorities are taking power away from individual mm-hmm. citizens. If it wasn't, then you'd be focusing on something else where you can actually uh, affect those numbers. Well, you would think that seeing that we are having a problem in the United States with kids becoming violent, you would look overseas and you would say, okay, is this happening anyplace else? Okay, it's happening over in Europe. It's happening over in England. All right. What could be causing that? Well, hmm, it's not guns. So there must be something else. I wonder if those two things are connected. The rise in kids killing kids here using guns and kids killing kids overseas using knives. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like there's a deeper issue. And the person who's killed by a knife is no less valuable than the person that's killed by a gun. Unless you're talking about politics. Because yes. then that person is less valuable. Yes. It actually is. Yes. Everyone's like kind of, kind of, it's almost as if if you're killed by a gun, that it is, it was totally preventable. But if you were killed by a knife, that's just a statistic. That's just another person. Of course, that person, they would have found something else to well, kill them. They say the same thing when you bring up cars and pools. Mm-hmm. You know, let, more people are killed drowning in pools than are killed by rifles. More people are killed by clubs and bats than are killed by rifles. Uh, but those don't. There's don't. There's ve- there's a very limited anti pool contingency mm-hmm. out there. People really like pools. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like really pro pool. Most mm-hmm. people. So there's just a very limited amount of people who care about such things. So they brushed off just like you said. Oh, of course, of course, people are gonna. You know, cars. Of course, people are gonna get in car accidents. Yeah, kids are going to fall into the pool, or yeah. somebody's gonna be drunk and they're gonna fall into a pool. Somebody's gonna drown. That's the price of having a pool. And it's not. It's not gonna surprise anybody in this audience that the 
what they're actually fighting about is not really life. They don't actually care about life. They care about other things. They care about power. Of course, no one wants other people to die, but it's just not their political concern. It furthers nothing for them to stop someone from falling in a pool. Right. It's it furthers no, nothing if they can lower the I mean, look at the way they fight the technology that could help many of these things. And, you know, for example, uh, you know, Uber is a good example. Uber is here's a thing where uh, drunk driving is a big problem, real problem, kills far more people than than, your, you know, assault rifles. Right. But and Uber and Lyft are are companies that are have been able to help that when you go out drinking you now have a way to get home a lot easier there's not cabs everywhere you can get ubers in in weird places that'll go anywhere there's a lot of things that could benefit it's not the ultimate solution but it's helping that problem Mm -hmm. and what did liberals do in every city across america as that was going is they fought the hell out of uber they tried to stop them they tried to lump on additional costs uh, to them they they tried to overregulate them they did all everything they could to stop that from happening despite the fact their voters love that service the politicians still came out and and tried to stop it because it was about controlling that industry. They had to make sure they got unions. They had to make sure they got these regulations involved. It had nothing to do with actually helping people's lives. But it also has something to do with irrational fear. For instance, self-driving cars. Self-driving cars are to the point or soon will be to where they are dependable enough that they will dramatically reduce the number of deaths. We have had self-driving cars now all over the country. How many people have died in a self-driving car or died because of one? One. One. Mm -hmm. One. Mm -hmm. And because one has died, it's it's a scandal. We can't let these things on the road. We have one death. The, the reason why self-driving cars are inevitable soon as people get rid of the irrational fear is because the number of deaths that they will prevent from car accidents in a year is staggering. But we have an irrational fear. There is one. So instead of instead of rejecting the death that we've all grown to accept just like we grow to accept death with pools and the most dangerous thing in your house. Do you know what the most dangerous thing in your house is? Your dishwasher. More kids, more people. It's why you're supposed to put the forks and the knives pointed down in the dishwasher instead of up. Mm -hmm. More people fall on an open dishwasher and kill themselves than I think any other appliance in your house. You will never get more clean than if you you climb in there, though. I'll say that. Yeah. You'll right. never get You'll, more clean. No, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. But that's true. Right. It's actually like, I mean, I don't know that it's the most dangerous. Is it the I think most it's dangerous? the most dangerous appliance in appliance. your house. Okay. Okay. So, the, so you've grown accustomed to that. You've grown accustomed to that. We grow accustomed to death. We grow accustomed to stabbings Mm -hmm. for some reason we we pick out and we say no knife is okay gun is bad just like we're doing which is completely irrational uh self-driving cars bad all of this all of this death on the highway from drunk driving to driver error 
that's okay. But panic when there is one death from self-driving cars. It's totally true. I mean, this is, uh, we talk about this as a U.S. problem a lot. And there's like, what, 30,000 people who die in car accidents every year. I mean, it's a huge number anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Far more than, rifles is like 300 people who mm-hmm. die a year. So, I mean, look at the scale of this. But this, think of the scale of this globally. Again, this technology becomes affordable fairly quickly. I think we all, the cars, adding these this expense to cars with the savings that you'll get when it comes to lives and everything else, mm-hmm. is, it's, it's a pretty easy equation. And I completely feel, you know, oh my God, I'm going to be very nervous the first time I'm in one, the back of one of those cars and it's driving me around. Like, I, I, it's irrational, but it's mm-hmm. real, mm-hmm. a real fear of having mm-hmm. no control there. Mm-hmm. Um, but once that passes, and it will, it'll take time, but it will. Listen to these stats. 1.3 million people per year die in road crashes globally. 1.3 million and an additional 20 to 50 million are injured or disabled. 50 million on the upper end of that number? I mean, this is something that it would... You could you could give every toddler an AR-15 and have absolutely no problem that would even approach the scale of what we're talking about here. And they will go and they will, they will make sure that this comes in incredibly slowly. They will stop the technology everywhere they can. They will over-regulate it so these companies can't make money doing it. And here's the reason why. They will do that, not for the reason that the gun lobby is lobbying. The gun lobby is not lobbying because of money, because of jobs. Nobody's talking about the number of jobs that would be lost if, you know, Cabela's shut down or, you know, Remington just went out. Nobody's talking about the job loss there. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What we're saying is, we should defend the right of guns so you can defend yourself because statistics show that it is more safe, not less safe. It is more safe. You will save more lives when people have guns. L- leave it at that. We don't even have to go down the road of it's to make sure that we remain free. But think of that. What we're saying there is. We believe that if you lose your right to defend yourself in significant and meaningful ways, the government will do what all governments always do, and that is steamroll over people. So that's our debate. That's our reason for standing up for the Second Amendment. For cars, you will save millions of people, millions of lives. By saying we're going to go on with self-driving cars, they will do everything they can to stop it and fight it only because of money. Who has blood on their hands? Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.